you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Master Plan. I'm your host, Michael Filipkowski. Joining me here today, Connor DiBiase for another year. Connor, another year of fantasy. Another year has come to us. And another year where we get to break down fantasy. Last year was a pretty good year. It was pretty crazy. It was also pretty good though. Um... And I'm excited today. We're breaking down the top 15 quarterbacks to draft. So basically, if you're in a 14-team league, you should be drafting one of these 15 quarterbacks. I mean, that's, you know, like you should be expecting this guy to play 16 games of your season at least, maybe 17. Like, you should be expecting a lot out of this, Connor. Is that correct? especially standard quarterbacks, such one of the bigger positions where they're not drafted that high. It's usually by Jonathan Taylor last year, you're the highest producing players. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's start off. And I I think everyone, it's all, it's all, I think it's pretty much a consensus first overall quarterback. and, And that would be Josh Allen. Um, and there's a lot of reasons why, but, but simply put, Last two years, he's been QB one. Right. And and he can run with the football and score touchdowns. He can throw the football and have passing touchdowns. Um, One of the more pass heavy teams. uh, Right. In the league, mostly because their running back production is terrible. Yeah, and and especially if you're playing in a league with um like standard scoring, where passing touchdowns four points. Right, like Josh Allen's got that great upside of being a quarterback who, who will get you those six point, you know, touchdowns. He he will round you out as a team. Yeah, um, and and generally, you know, he passes for a couple hundred yards a game. They're usually winning a lot of games, so typically that means that they're gonna be a, a contending team. Um, and that means that he's probably gonna be performing well. Uh, furthermore, I'd say he's got, you know, four divisional games this year against defenses that I would consider to be not so great, which would be the the Jets and the Dolphins. Um, Patriots is a little bit of a different story. I don't really know how they're going to come out this year, but, you know, overall, I like the way that Buffalo's playing these past few years, and Josh Allen's got to be your number one quarterback off the board. Simply put, Connor. 
it's not really a discussion. In past years, it's always been between him and Mahomes, but I mean, no Vela injury concerns as of yet in his career. Production well better than anyone else the last two years. It, it's a no brainer. Um, you know, he's going to be a top three quarterback, if not one for a third year in a row. Yeah, absolutely. So, Josh Allen, great number one. Uh, number two. Um, not Patrick Mahomes. We're going to throw Justin Herbert out there. And I think that this really, to me, I really love Justin Herbert. I love what he can do with the football. He put up a, what, a 42, 43-point game last season um, in fantasy. The offense that he's running is extremely dynamic. Uh, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, both great receivers. The offensive line is continuing to be improved. Um, and the defense has gotten better. So I think that will mean that he'll get more time of possession, which means he's getting to see the ball more, which means Connor more fantasy points. Um, he's a young quarterback, a lot of potential, um, no injury concerns. His team is seemingly only getting better. Uh, and the run game on his team is good, but not something that's going to hold him back, right? The air attack is clearly the, the forte of that offense. Um, a lot of positives this year for Justin Herbert, I think. Yeah, Herbert's definitely a guy who, who's going to get you a few quarterback one starts most likely throughout the season. Yeah. Uh, definitely last year he had a few just really bad games. When that comes to mind is when they lost by like 20 to the Broncos randomly in the middle of the season. He had just horrible production. Uh, so it's definitely worrisome that he could just, just not show up some games. Um, but the division mostly is the reason I like him so much. Uh, though, while those teams are four very good teams, the Raiders, the Chargers, the Chiefs, and the Broncos, the weakest part of each of their teams at this point is the defense, and especially the secondary on a lot of those teams. Uh, that a high-passing uh, high offense, such as the Chargers, who rely so much on, um, like, the, those wide receivers, as you mentioned, Herbert, are going to just abuse the pass. In those right. Games. And especially in six-point leagues, uh, I could see an argument on taking him over um, Josh Allen just in terms of production he will have. Uh, the one worry is that he seems to always come up short in, in getting meaningful games. So if they're on a playoff cusp late in the season, I, I don't love his production maybe when you're in the playoffs and they're in week 16, 17, right. final week. Um, and it could be a game that matters. But overall, I think his production trumps any of that speculation on his uh, like clutchness, uh, just in terms of he's going to be slinging the ball to good receivers uh, with a lot of time against pretty bad secondaries most of the year. Completely agree. Um, number three, we're going to throw out Patrick Mahomes. Um, you know, I think that Patrick Mahomes fantasy value is declining, right? He's still a fantastic quarterback. He can do a lot with the football. The issue is the team that surrounds him now is not as dominant as it was uh, uh, last year or the year before. Yeah, you lose Tyreek Hill. There's definitely injury concerns there. The past two years, he's missed a couple games each year. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's Patrick Mahomes. Right. You can't you can't disregard that. Yeah. 
Um, he, he's fantastic. He still has Travis Kelsey. Um, as you just said, the defenses in this division are not that good. So he's going to be playing with that all season. Um, he's probably going to need to do more with the football, given that Tyreek Hill isn't there anymore. So could look at that as kind of a bonus, maybe. Um, but Smith-Schuster, we've seen how good he can be uh, in some of those years with the Packers, with a much worse QB and Ben Roethlisberger uh, at that point in his career. That that switching to kind of the Mahomes here, especially not as the number one target. Mm-hmm. So he was at his best as number two behind Tony Brown. He's definitely the number two behind Kelsey in terms of receiving threat. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kelsey definitely dictates more than a linebacker as a lot of Titans do. You definitely could see uh, him have a, a huge season and be a top target for Mahomes, especially in that red zone to finally find a solid red zone target, which a lot of those guys in the past couple of years, like Nicole Hardman and, and Byron Pringle, they were not very good in the red zone. And a lot of it was just killer Kelsey. They really were not. Um, he's very solid. <clears throat> but I think you can make the argument that this number four guy could – potentially overtake Mahomes, and that would be Kyler Murray. Here's why I love Kyler Murray. He is extremely athletic. He runs with the football like no other. And, by the way, he runs with the football, but he scores a lot of touchdowns running with the football. I think he had, like, what, 10? He he gets a lot of running touchdowns, like an abnormal amount. Um, He's... Risk is a lot higher with Kyler. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but the upside is quarterback one upside. Right. Just in terms of, I mean, he, he was so shifty with the ball. Obviously, you're worried about passing. He's going to miss uh, DeAndre Hopkins for the first, what was it, eight games or six games? Six or eight, I can't uh, remember. It's looking like now he's also um, going to be missing some other uh, receiving threats um, there with uh, Hollywood Brown facing whatever suspension they're going to end up giving him. Well, hey, I mean, based off of Deshaun Watson, it should be like a half-game suspension or something. (laughs) Um, So without these receiving threats, um, yeah, I I don't know how great he'll start the year. Um, And obviously there's a bit of injury concern there. Right, and and Kyler Murray is typically a guy who – who slows down in the back half of seasons, right? That's a big negative. If Kyler Murray has a slow start, I definitely would consider trading for him with the potential to be a really good QB down the stretch um, just because of the pieces he's getting back and everything. Uh, I don't know if I draft him at the current ADP just because the risk I feel like is too high. Right. I mean, you have you have to start your season off, off well. Yeah, you, you can't. You can't take a an a, a one and three starter, or no o o and three starter. You know, it's just not. You, you can't you can't do that. Once you fall in a hole in fantasy, it's it's very hard to climb out of. You need to win one of those first two weeks, really two of those three first weeks, to like really be ahead of things. I, I think personally. So Kyler's at four. At five, Lamar Jackson. Um. I mean, it's basically the same thing every year with Lamar. Um, he's a fantasy quarterback. He's not a 
a Super Bowl quarterback. Exactly. Um, he's going to get you points running the football. I think Rashad Bateman takes a step forward, so I think that his passing game will definitely be better, right? Um, he'll have at least two guys to go to. Um, we already know about Lamar. I think injury concerns the biggest thing with him. Um, I don't like drafting Lamar for that reason. When I when I'm drafting a quarterback, I want a guy who's gonna be there all season, right? Yeah. Um, the, yeah. The, the fantasy value he's had over the past couple right. years, the running upside, um, Mike Andrews being such a great threat for him. I think if he can stay healthy, he, he definitely will be a top, top fantasy QB. It's just, again, a high risk player. A lot of these running guys have injury concerns. Both these two last guys in Kyler and Lamar have receiver concerns. Um, yeah, the, these two guys, high-risk high high reward because if Lamar gets injured, I mean, that that could be your season right there. Like, you, you're relying on a backup now. So if you're drafting Lamar, consider drafting one of these next, you know, the 10 through 15 guys. Get yourself a, a really quality backup. Or even, or even the number five guy whose ADP is round 10 right now, about around nine. Well, Lamar is five on our list. Uh, Yeah. Or just draft Joe Shiesty, Joey Franchise, Joey B. Never mind. I'm talking about the seventh guy. Joe Shiesty's the third quarterback off the board right now. All right. Well, we'll get to that in a second. Anyways, Joe Burrow, um, I I love – I think he does a lot right. Great passing team. I mean, he – He's got the a lot of upside as a passer. Um, fun to watch, fun to root for. I mean, there's a lot of positives with Joe Burrow, I think. I like Joe Burrow. He's my quarterback 10. Um, I, 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 he's fun to watch. He's a great player. Those last two weeks of last season were basically uh, league winners, just how well he played. Yep. Uh, but I don't see him as a fantasy quarterback. No, I don't either. Especially for the ADP he's at. I'm not drafting Joe Burrow in the third round whatsoever. No. Um, if I'm with like-minded guys and Joe Burrow drops and he's and maybe like he's quarterback five at the time going off the board, I'd consider it. But right now he's been drafting in a lot of leagues. as quarterback three, quarterback four. That's ridiculous. Like Herbert, That's way too high. Yeah, he, he hasn't given the production in the past to show that. Um, but I do think he has a lot of potential with that offense. Um, but the number seven guy, and Connor knows this from being in a fantasy league, this is a guy I draft or try to draft every year, every league, right? This, to me, in my opinion, is the best fantasy quarterback out there. Not in terms of points, in terms of value. For where you're drafting him and consistency. Tom Brady is the best fantasy quarterback. There, I said it. This guy is going to go out there. He's going to start every single game. He's going to put up 20 to 25 points a game at least. right? He's going to have some 30s, but he's going to give you a, a good base. He plays in a horrible division with horrible defenses. 
Now, they do have a tough schedule, which means that he's got to throw the ball more. They have talented receivers. There are some injury concerns offensive line and and receiver-wise, but Brady is the best quarterback out there. You're going to be able to draft him mid to late rounds. Yeah. Tom Brady usually goes late 7th to ninth, early ninth, Mm -hmm. in 12-team leagues, that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just way too good a value for one of the lowest risk guys. He's going to give you twenty a night. He's not a league winner. Don't get me wrong. But um, but he gives you the opportunity to draft those league winners. Yeah, he, he's definitely consistent and lets you draft guys higher, and, and he'll give you the production. He won't necessarily give you forty point performances like right. Justin Herbert did a couple times last year. But you're getting twenty twenty five a bunch of probably top five QB performances, some lower, usually the Saints games. He's kind of a, an arguable Yeah, if you, if, you could, if you could draft, like, if you put your backup in for the Saints games, you'll be fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, one of the, besides, I'd say, just uh, Josh Allen, probably the next lowest risk guy. Uh, maybe I'd put Herbert above him in terms of low risk, but just... Right. I I like Brady because he allows you to draft so many guys before him. Like, get that talent on your roster. Get your running backs, wide receivers, tight end, and flex. Like, that's what he allows you to do. He allows you to draft six guys ahead of him. Right? Your entire starting roster filled. Boom, get your quarterback. You got your top seven guys out there already. And I'm an aggressive Brady drafter. Connor knows it. I mean, I draft Brady early and often. That's 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 what I do. Brady over Jalen Hurts. Oh, I got Brady over Jalen Hurts every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Speaking of Jalen Hurts, obviously he's our eight. I love Jalen Hurts. And I think if he takes a step forward in his passing game, he will be Lamar, but better. Jalen Hurts has all the potential in the world. He's got the receivers now to back that up. And if he's passing well, Connor, this guy is, I'm going to say it, in my opinion, quarterback one potential. In my opinion. Yeah. I mean, running ability, passing the way now has good receivers. The run game is atrocious and always gets injured. And Nick Sirianni also hates running the football. Like, he hates uh, it. I think Jalen Hurts was one of the most consistent fantasy um, quarterbacks last year. He had uh, 11 QB1 finishes in terms of like being a QB1 in 12-team leagues. Uh, and he only had 16 passing touchdowns. And a lot of that is due to the receiving threats, having a, a developed Devontae Smith, having A.J. Brown. You're expecting those passing touchdowns to jump up. Right. Um, he also led all QBs in rushing yards last year and rushing touchdowns, um, meaning he averaged nearly nine rushing fantasy points per game. Uh, he, he is without a doubt, a consistent player last year, but still a league winner as if he can take a step up in terms of his passing ability um, with the new threats and improved threats. He could definitely translate easily into a top four guy. I have him right now as my QB, QB4. Yeah, he's he's awesome. And the upside is crazy, but it's still consistent. Right, and plus he gets... Six games against the Cowboys, Giants, and Commanders. So, I mean, that's huge right there. All right. 
At nine, Russell Wilson. Um, it it's gonna be interesting to see how Russ comes into this into this year, Connor. I mean, Broncos country, let's ride. Will they actually ride? Like I don't know. It's hard to tell because Denver hasn't had a real quarterback since Manning, and not the year Manning retired. The year before that, um, it's gonna be interesting. I love Russell Wilson. But I don't know if I love him in this offense. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how he it's will fit. It's definitely a weird situation. Because you go from, you guys had injuries last year. He was QB1 through the first few weeks last year. Well, he always he is. He always set off very strong. Um, but it's not like he's going, he was in a bad situation. Obviously, the O-line was atrocious, don't get me wrong, in Seattle. But he had a very good receiving duo. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's just really some uh, – I'm high on Russ personally. I think he'll go well. I have a Russ Sutton stack uh, in one of my big money leagues. Sutton's my bench guy right now, but I'm assuming I'm going to sub him in as a flex a lot to stack with Russ. But uh, I'm high on Russ, but it's – I'd say it's more of a risk than Lamar um, because you just have no clue how he's going to integrate. He could end up being a, a top five guy or he could end up being a, a – like an outside the top 10 guy, uh, which he was last year. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, again, if injuries, you know, kind of knock on the door for us again, I mean, it's going to hurt. Um, okay. At number 10, crazy to say this, but the MVP of the league last year, Aaron Rodgers. Um, but I think we all know why. This offense could be stagnant this year, Connor. Devonta Adams is, is so damn good yeah. um, that you worry about Aaron Rodgers. I mean, they drafted the kid who hasn't even played with Rodgers yet in the second round. Uh, what sounds like their number one wide receiver right now is a guy no one's heard of, Dubs or whatever the guy's name is. Alan um, Lazard, what about him? Yeah, I mean, God forbid. Um, but... But you would think the touchdowns would stay there. Uh, you think he'll look at, at, especially his red zone offense, is one of the best in the league. Bob Tunyon. Um, even to like other guys than Devontae. He performed fine without Devontae last year when he when Devontae missed a few games. Uh, and and But you just worry. He has no rushing upside whatsoever. Yeah. Um, at this point in his career, he... He's um, not necessarily a high-performing QB. He had some good performances last year, uh, especially towards the tail end of the season. But it, it's just I, I have him even lower than ten at this point. I just don't trust him. Uh, and while I think he'll be solid, he'll have a high touchdown to interception ratio. He'll have high completion numbers, good efficiency. He's not going to throw for a crazy number of yards and and have those 300-yard, four-touchdown games necessarily. Yep. At number 11, Mr. Dak Prescott. This is going to be an interesting one, Connor. I'm never high on Dak. I know people like him in fantasy, but I just don't. Uh, Dak had the um, had a 38% great game rate from when I read, trailing only Allen and Brady. 
Uh, he had the highest completion rate and touchdown rate of his career last year. Um, obviously, losing Amari Cooper is going to hurt. Uh, but in last final three weeks of last season, he was QB2, QB5, and then QB1. Um, Dallas offense is obviously going to go through him, maybe even less rushing than last year um, because it seems like they're trying to get like Zeke more of a receiving threat as well and Pollard's already a good receiving threat um, it, and if he can run for a decent amount uh, a few hundred yards and a couple rushing touchdowns which he did kind of the year before his injury um, the sky's the limit for Dak uh, it, it's just you're worried about CeeDee Lamb being a wide receiver one. Um, you're worried about health still, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just and you're just worried about, worried about being a terrible team. And you're just worried about Dallas in general. Like, you don't know what they're going to bring out every week. They, they throw up some stinkers. Remember last year against the Broncos at home? Like, they'll do that. So it's tough to tell. But, but Dak's definitely capable. At 12, we have Derek Carr. Um, and this is kind of where I see, you know, kind of after Rodgers, this is where you have the good quarterbacks or good fantasy quarterbacks, but not good fantasy quarterbacks. Like, like good quarterbacks are not good fantasy quarterbacks or good fantasy quarterbacks, but not really great actual quarterbacks type of level. Uh, I'm fine with Derek Curry being a QB2 in most leagues, one of the best super flex options in super flex leagues. Mm-hmm. Uh, you obviously think Devontae Adams is going to bring a huge bump to his production. Um, he finished second in among all QBs last year in 20-plus yard pass plays. Um, the O-line is bad. He's never been a fantasy guy necessarily. Uh, he's yeah. been a good QB, but he's not been a fantasy QB like some guys. Um and it really feels like it hinges on his production with Devontae next year. Oh, and he kind of it, it, no, 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 Connor. It doesn't just feel like that. It is that. You know what I'm saying? It is exactly what you just said. Like, it actually feels, and it is, hinging, hinging on um, Devontae Adams' production. Because I think people are expecting big things out of... Uh, out of our yeah. guy, Derek Carr, this year. Yeah, his ADP is a clear uh, quarterback, too. And I'd love him as a quarterback, too. He's, again, in that division with pretty poor secondaries. You're expecting some weeks to have a ton of points, especially games against the Chargers and Chiefs, um, which is going to be back-and-forth games. Uh, and definitely a reliable option if you don't have, if you have a high-risk quarterback, I mean, uh, or an injury-prone quarterback. I, I'd if you're willing to roster two quarterbacks, uh, which is up to you personally, uh, I definitely consider Kyra as one of my top kind of uh, bench quarterbacks to have. I absolutely concur with that with that statement right there. Um, as Kyle or continues to blow this game with the Red Sox being just absolutely horrendous. Wow. We suck. Okay. Um... At 13, we have Matthew Stafford. We're going to run through these last three pretty quick. Um, Stafford, I mean, I feel like he's the same thing as Carr. Not Stafford a fantasy. Was, Stafford was a top five fantasy quarterback last year. 
Yeah. Uh, and that alone has made him be drafted as like the QB seven, eight in, in leagues, maybe nine. Um, he threw for over 40 touchdowns, also led the league in interceptions. Um, he, he's usually drafted top eight. He has Cooper Cup. Uh, it, it's hard to, to not like him. But then again, it's like off the Super Bowl, probably not going to go as like high power offense. Also, Cam Akers is back. The run game last year. Yeah, the run game is definitely going to play more of a more yeah, of a story. And they also have a tough schedule. So I think yeah. there's a lot that goes into it. And you don't expect Cooper Cup to do what he just did. No. That was one of the best individual receiver performances of all time. Arguably the best. Yeah. You don't expect him to repeat. It'd be awesome if he could, but you don't expect him to repeat. Yeah. Um, next up, my boy Kirk Cousins. I think he's a great quarterback two option. Low quarterback one. I think he does have a lot of upside, though. Um, great things about Kirk. He's consistent. Um, I think that the, the reason why Kirk is, has that one upside, I think he doesn't have, he's relatively medium ceiling, but very low risk. He's going to give you consistent performances, but I think this new offensive coordinator, maybe open up the offense a little bit. Maybe he throws for 35 touchdowns and, and he's going to. The gonna, offense is going to be so much better too. He's not yeah. going to have a coach who hates him. Fucking Mike you know? Zimmer. Fuck that uh, man. He, he's he's going to have. Justin Jefferson is going to see the ball a lot. Yep. Um, Adam Thielen, no, if he stays I, healthy. KJ Osborne. I really, I really like the Vikings passing game this year, especially Dalvin Cook getting injured in, in a couple of the last couple few years. Uh, it just feels like. One of the safest QB two options there. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you have some upside games with a guy like Kyle, but but Kirk is going to be a, a top ten QB finish multiple weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was last year. Yeah, and at fifteen, briefly Trey Lance, a lot of upside, a lot of downside. I think he can be very talented. He's going to get those running yards, um, but. Who knows how he'll come out, Connor? Your thoughts just in 10 seconds. The risk is super high. Yeah. The risk is ridiculously high. Um, There's a huge split on what people think about him. But we just kind of want to talk about him. He's the youngest starting QB. It felt like they tried to put him in. Listen, my advice, advice, draft him as a backup. If he pops off, you're sim pretty. That's what I do. they, They played him in the... Connor, I hate to interrupt you. That's all the time we have. If they change the offense, he will. Go ahead. (laughs) Wait, sorry? Just go ahead. We're live. Uh, Keep talking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I I do think if the the Niners can change their offense to be more uh, OPO and play action heavy, Trey Lance will succeed. If Kyle Shanahan keeps it what he put Trey Lance in last year, It'll be a failing offense. We'll see. It's going to be interesting. The The rest of the quarterbacks out there, you know, I mean, you know, there are some guys who could be good. I think Matt Ryan potentially, um, you know, who knows. But these are the guys who at least I'm kind of confident could be or should be the best. I do like the Trevor Lawrence upside. Tua is obviously um, there with Tyreek Hill. 
Um, in terms of fantasy, he also has rushing upside. Um, other guy I'll mention is Jameis Winston. Uh, looked pretty good. Um, and Zoe's a solid fantasy guy because he just hucks the ball so much. That he does. Uh, he... That's about, I think, all I'll mention. Yeah. All right. There you have it. Fantasy preview. Thank you all for listening, and have a great day. Thank you to Connor, by the way, for joining us. We'll be back next time. Running backs. Draft them hot, in my opinion. But, you know, some people say, hey, no running back strategy is a strategy. I'm like, all right. Good luck not winning your league. <laughs> like, okay. Anyways, have a great day. The game on the line. One shot. Who would you rather have taking it? Iggy? Or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State. Open shot. Fate of the universe on the line. Or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth. You better hit it. I want Iguodala.